Luke, why has it been so long since our last recording? You tell me. You're the one who's never <laughs> available, not me. Well, I'm glad we worked it out. It's midnight for me right now, wow. and totally worth it. Yeah, I think we'll find it a more amicable time moving forward. I think so, and too. And we will you find a regular time moving forward. That's that's the ambition. You sound fantastic. You're in a little studio there. Yes, and I've just popped a can of energy energy drink that I got from a energy drink representative. Oh, uh, that sounds very official. Well, I didn't want a brand name drop because then I'd, I would be paying for it if I brand named drop. <laughs> is this a, is this a potential sponsorship deal you're working on? No. Uh, let's just say uh, sprouting some wings. <laughs> so there's been a lot happening in the WordPress space since we recorded last. We realized that we had quite a few different things we could touch on. And one of the themes overall is acquisitions. What do you think about the the Yoast acquisition? That's, that's kind of our, our lead story. We talk about acquisitions a lot. And so talking about the Yoast acquisition, I was a little... You know, uh, do we do we want to cover that? We always talk about acquisitions, but I think with Yoast it's a little different. You know, it's a big yeah. deal. Lots of people talking about it. Yeah. When we were chatting before, the thing I like about this one too is that there's a few different lenses to look at. There's the lens of what does it mean for the ecosystem as a whole, and then what does it mean for them locally. And on the ecosystem front, that you you brought up a great point when we were chatting about this before. It's yeah, and, and I agree. It's it. I think it's a good move for the ecosystem as a whole. It sends a lot of different signals to folks. And for you, as someone who's had experience building companies and going through the acquisition, what are your what are your reactions to a bigger move like this? What does it What does it tell you? Well, I mean, there's there's the two different lenses that are the primary lenses that we think through when we're talking about acquisitions, and that's how does it affect the users of the product, or another way of phrasing it is like how does it affect the the purpose or the mission of the product, yeah, and and how does it affect the the founders? How does it affect the you know idea of wanting to grow new products similar to this in the future? So. From the user perspective, that I mean, there's a lot of people who are upset and a lot of people that are concerned, and you know, maybe maybe rightly so. My experience with acquisitions in the WordPress space, especially when it's a smaller company getting acquired by a larger company, is that it doesn't always go according to plan, and mm. oftentimes, you know, the the larger company doesn't quite get it, or they have processes and they're not as agile and Things just don't work. I'm I'm talking from experience here with with Block Lab, and I, I'm somewhat sorry to say I, I think that the WP Engine acquisition that we went through uh, didn't go as well as it could have. Uh, I think there's lots of room for improvement there, and uh, I I no longer work for WP Engine. For example, I left uh, basically first chance I got, and yep. and so. And that product, it has suffered. You know, we we didn't get to see our vision uh, fully thought through, and 
the dev resources that we were promised that, you know, we're going to have way more time. You often hear this with an acquisition. Oh, we've got so yeah. many more resources we can throw at it. Well, things get reprioritized and it's not your decision whether or not you want to put the resources there. So ultimately you don't have the final say and it ends up that the resources go somewhere else and, you know, the product really has suffered. It's been been renamed now to Genesis Custom Blocks, which I'm no huge fan of that name, and I think it's hard to remember and all the rest of it. Anyway, so I think from the customer perspective, things aren't so good, but I am actually really happy about this acquisition. I think it's a fantastic thing that's happened, even though users of Yoast are going to sort of, I, I predict, I'd hope I'm wrong, but I predict it's not going to work out so well for them. I'm curious too, when you say a lot, like if you're, Yoast of course is, you know, well used, right? It's a, it's fairly ubiquitous in, in the SEO space within WordPress. Oh, I, that energy drink isn't good. <coughs> are you okay there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine. No. Just in the podcast, you don't get to t- do second takes. <laughs> Hang in there, stay with us. <laughs> I, I would perce- like how, how many people do you, like if there's a million people using Yoast, and we know it's more than that. How many actually are going to care? Uh, how many actually are going to even like really? percentage wise? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. My instinct is that it's actually quite small, and it's still a lot, right? Like when you look at it overall, but I'm curious about it. And there's there's also there's two different metrics. Are we talking about people who have Yoast installed on their websites? I'd say most people who have Yoast installed on their websites don't necessarily even realize that that they have it on their website because someone else is running it for them. Fair enough. Or are we talking about people who are creating websites and installing Yoast to get the setup happening and all of that sort of stuff? Are we talking about SEO people who have Yoast as a day-to-day tool? Yep. Fair enough. I, I'm interested too with, uh, with Newfold specifically, a lot of people didn't realize that Newfold came out of endurance, uh, which doesn't have the best reputation in the space. And I, I'm interested to see where this goes. Like I, I was back at automatic, I was aware of and was following the, the Newfold announcement. And it's interesting to see like the Senate, a Senate could say, Oh, it's just a rebrand on the same thing. And Sure, that could be, but it's also an opportunity for them. They, they've got quite the leadership team that they put together. And this idea of being able to take something like Yoast, which has these ecosystem plugin components to it, right? Like they've, they've built more things around it to then have the resources to uh, presumably do a lot more with it. Now, to your point, uh, intentions often don't necessarily match uh, the, the reality of what happens. On the other hand, if I look at like the Block Lab acquisition, it to me made sense. It, it was a good fit within WP Engine, and at the same time, it was clearly a subset of an overall strategy. That, from my outside perspective, like you said, like priorities change, right? So things can get kind of lost in the shuffle. Whereas an acquisition like Yoast, I I, I feel like I'm really curious to see how it gets used. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, I was happy to see that looks like the team is going to be sticking around with it. You never know how long and it'll, yeah. be, it'll be interesting to to see how that unfolds. No well, pun intended. <laughs> so that's, that's the other side of this, right? Is the team and, and the founders, Houston and Marika, uh, they're, they're going to be doing really well out of this. And I think yeah. that for me anyway, 
they they can serve as fantastic role models and fantastic um, you know, visionaries on on what it can be like to start a plugin business. I'm starting yeah. a plugin business right now, as you know, Jonathan, and I am excited about it. I've got a vision, an idea, and a purpose, and I think we can build this particular niche and all the rest of it. And for myself, in this particular case, I've got a commitment to a certain fairly long term period where there's not going to be any acquisition because you know just of my bad experiences there. But mm. I'm really happy to know that there are people inside of the WordPress space where if I get to the point where I'm ready for an exit, where I'm ready for a life change, where I think the business has grown beyond what I can manage, you know, anything like that, which I hope I do get there, then I'm I'm look at this example of Yoast's acquisition as a shining beacon, you know, something to aspire to yeah. and a good reason to start the business in the first place. I mean, obviously I'm starting the business because I can see a need that I think I can fill. That's the main reason. But when I see examples, it's always just this little bit of an encouragement. Yeah. I, I, I'm really curious about how valuations get approached and things like this and like, and how it differs from like businesses outside the open source ecosystems. My, my instinct on the matter is that in general, open source like companies will tend to be undervalued relative to the potential because of the difficulty in realizing that potential. It, so I, that's something I, I've just, I've been really curious about. I think WooCommerce actually was a good example where I think everyone would agree. Uh, I don't think the numbers were made public, but Automatic got a great deal. Like Woo was happy with what they got and Automatic was super happy. And post-acquisition, Automatic made a couple of moves that quite quickly increased the value of Woo and for better or for worse in terms of uh, ecosystem impact. Actually, and, Woo is a really good counter example. I hate the saying, you know, the, what is it that the example that the, the exception that proves the point, but <laughs> Woo is a great example of a smaller business being acquired, being eaten up by a bigger one. And doing really well. You don't yeah. see it very often, but WooCommerce yep. is absolutely that. The other thing that you sometimes see, and we saw it recently, is a smaller business being acquired by another smaller business. Ah, and yes. Did you note the news of ACF Advanced Custom Fields being acquired by Delicious Brains? Yes, I I love that, and I, I've been a big fan of ACF for a long time, and. It's been interesting. I haven't been as actively following for the past couple of years, but it, it played a pretty pivotal role in my earlier developer days. I love the guys at Delicious Brains. Like they've they've been doing some delicious work for a while now. Yeah, I'm, it's a match made in heaven, really. I, yeah, I, I think of anyone better. Yeah, I, I haven't. So I haven't followed the details of it too closely, other than seeing the announcement. I'm curious. Was there anything that stood like it from a from a distance perspective? Without knowing more, it feels like like Elliot um, is is ready for a break. He's been doing this for a long time. He's built up a great community. The Delicious so, Brains guys have a great did. team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I'd consider Elliot a friend, although we haven't hung out all that much. But he used to live near me, and so oh, nice. we caught up on the odd occasion for a beer. And I think that that's exactly what this is. It's just a a life move for Elliot. Um, ACF has been this amazing uh, business baby for him for yeah. a little while. And 
he's ready for something else. He's ready to maybe relax by the beach a little too. Hmm. Mm. Delicious brains is interesting to me too. Just the, the moves that they're making in general. Like I've I've been singing spin up WP's praises for a while. We both and continued to to love it and just the just the uh, for me just the that simplicity. Like oh, I want to spin up a WordPress like and I. I do it regularly. It's like, oh, I have a little site that I want to do real quick, but buy a domain. A few seconds later, I got WordPress up and running. It's like, ah, I, I love it. And I love to see the continuous improvements they're making to the product. And yeah. Migrate DB Pro is, it, you know, the unrivaled database migration, first in class, best possible plugin. They do amazing work and they always have. So, what do you think ends up happening with them? I think they adopt ACF. You know, when when it first happened, there were there was some little trip ups. I think that somewhere somebody might have mentioned informally that they might not honor the lifetime license. It's an easy mistake ah, to make something like that. And then, of course, like right. ACF has such a huge, devoted, passionate following. Any little sort of hint at something going wrong after an acquisition, of course, is going to be picked up. People are and, looking for uh, it. Yeah, yeah. People have definitely got their eyes open for that sort of thing. And but I think it was corrected. It was an easy slip up to make. Really, I think that it's in good hands there. It's in much better hands than with someone who's just going to want to milk it for everything it's worth. I think that's why people have always really loved ACF, is because it didn't try and become something way more than what it needed yeah. to be. It's always ACF until this delicious brains acquisition has always been a one man team. Which yep. is crazy. The yeah. amount of pressure and the amount of responsibility that's been on Elliot. I mean, I'm sure he's had people helping him maybe contract here and there, but he's carried the weight of it though. And I, I think with Delicious Brains, it's the perfect partner, the perfect uh, new owner to move it forward in a really solid way. So you have your next plugin that you're working on. You're putting a team together to work on that. For and in this context of the opportunities that we're seeing in the space, like what and the with what you've learned so far, like what guidance would you have to offer for someone kind of getting into this? Like based on what you've learned, like what are you telling yourself as you're as well, you're the opportunity I see is that there's no plugins that have really done well that have been built Gutenberg first. Everything that's doing really well. And there are lots of really great plugin businesses. Their legacy, they are, sometimes have been ported to Gutenberg, and Yoast is a pretty good example of that. But even with Yoast, even with ACF and its ACF blocks, it's always sort of a tacked-on feeling, and it doesn't feel so native. So that's the goal of what I'm building, uh, and and what advice I'd give to other people is really think about what can feel WordPress native.